Welcome back to the Fastest Known Podcast, where each week, of course, we interview some of the most interesting people on the planet Earth, and this week is no exception. I'm your host, Peter Backlin, and I am interviewing Buzz Burrell. Well, interesting. Well, thank you, Peter. I think interesting is not uh, highly valued. It doesn't mean good or bad. It just means interesting, so I can handle that. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Nice to be with you, as always. Thanks, Peter. And this week, of course, is our annual holiday gift guide, isn't it? Where all the uh, things you can buy for under $25 from REI. Oh, yes, of course. There's so many great items this year, so let's get right to it. <laughs> A little joke there. Uh, I think the reason you're listening to this podcast is because we don't do that. We kind of bring it to you straight. We give you the interesting information and the interesting roots. So I hope you were laughing along with us. There is no holiday gift guide. Instead, there is fastest known time of the year. It's coming up. Here it is, the uh, halfway through December. And so as we have for the past, I think it's four years... We're going to be voting on the best FKTs of the year. Right. Um, just, not just you and me, but a panel of voters will decide. But we have a uh, large number of sort of nominees from the hundreds, literally hundreds of FKTs that happened in North America this year. Well, let's, let's just walk through this process. So, so far, actually not really so far. As of two weeks ago, there were 630 FKT submitted in North America. Doesn't include Asia, Africa, a lot in Europe, a lot down under. 630 in North America. And we noticed a nice, uh, somewhat equaling of the gender balance. It was started off heavily male. And now uh, of those 630, 428 are male and 152 are female. So that's still a little imbalance, but it's, it's equaling out uh, fast. It is, yes. And uh, I think one of the trends we can talk about is uh, we're seeing more and more women do things on their own without men. Right. Indeed. Mixed gender teams is one of our classifications. And also there's a lot of, well, a fair amount of women doing things with other women. But I think Candace Burt kind of got the ball rolling in a certain sense last year with her Wonderland Trail, which she made a point of doing solo. And indeed, here we look at uh, some of the, we made this, this, this nominees list, didn't we? Out of the 630, we crushed it down to about 40 so that we can really process this and vote on this easier. And of those, we see uh, a lot of women here truly solo. Yeah, I think it's a good trend. And um, also not just solo on some of the uh, standard trail routes, but... Um, on some more technical routes as well, such as uh, the Rainier Infinity Loop, although that was two women did that, but um, that's kind of you summit Mount Rainier twice, so um, it has some technical difficulty. Right, and then I like what uh, Renee Jacobs did on the California 14ers. Colorado 14ers didn't get much attention this year, but she uh, did supported style, which makes sense because you have to drive to Mount Shasta. She did all the California 14 or solo, and those those are technical. Yes, it's, uh, several of them are technical, and um, it's actually the first time I'm aware of, of a woman doing the California 14ers FKT 
um, climbing the peaks by herself. All the other women in the past have been accompanied at least part of the time by men. And, you know, almost anybody's going to want a, a um, partner on this because some of them, like you said, are technical and uh, uh, a lot of people are using ropes on these climbs. But she did it all, all the climbing on her own. That's a good trend. So we have more women, more solo women, and the women uh, doing some technical projects. But let's back it up one step here. What we're not seeing is the super classics like the AT, the PCT, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. On our top 20 hit list, that's top 20 per gender, there's no rim to rim to rim. There's no John Muir Trail. There's no AT. This is... This is very unusual. Yeah, uh, no real big ringer. So I think the voting will be really interesting. Um, maybe the FKTs on those routes have become so hard that uh, people are looking for other things. Or maybe people are just branching out. Um, certainly there are some super classic routes here, like the Presidential Traverse in New Hampshire and um, uh, running up Mount Shasta and things like that. But um, like you said, the the John Muir Trail that's been a perennial classic, gigantic FKT, the Rim to Rim to Rim, the AT, the PCT, um, those those aren't on the list this year. They're not on the list at all. So as context for last year, the winner, the women's winner, was Alessa Godeski in the Long Trail. Then after that was Wonderland Trail, Ice Age Trail, Trans Zion, Grand Canyon, and then for the men, of course, it was kind of easy, Carl Sabe on the Appalachian Trail, where he took three days off the FKT, and then Nolan's 14, Winter Colorado 14ers, John Muir Trail. I'm going to go back just one more year. In 2017, it was Darcy on the JMT, and then uh, Streambean, Joe McConaughey on the AT. Mm-hmm. And these are not even on the top 20 list this year. Right, so... I think it opens it up for some uh, people to learn about some different routes, and um, there's been some very fast times on some neat routes. We did have uh, the Long Trail, which is super classic, uh, on both the men's and women's sides, um, unsupported records on the Long Trail. Um, that's the, that's trail. the oldest long route. That's, yeah. that's a really old route. Yep. And the speed records on that go way back. Folks like David Horton and Courtney Campbell, you remember him. Um, so, yeah, they well, are. that is a classic route. Yeah, so what else I'm seeing here? Well, actually, let's, let's answer that question. Why? Why is that? So it's three things come to my mind why people didn't take a crack at some of the bigger routes. And it could be that they're just branching out, as you said, or it could be that you know, they wanted to do other things, or, but I think the real reason is it's too hard, right? <laughs> I mean, Carol's time in the AT. So, and of course, Jim on the rim to rim to rim, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And uh, on the uh, Francois, Dion on the uh, JMT. Yeah, and Whoa. Darcy on the JMT, and Taylor Nallen's speed record from last year on the rim to rim to rim. They're all really hard. So, if somebody wants to go do those things, they're going to have to put in a very serious effort. I think what we're seeing is a maturation of our little niche here. The, Could be, yeah. The, the low-hanging fruit has been plucked. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and yet, 
there's like I said, there's some super classics in the Northeast that have, you know, their FKTs have inched down over many years, <laughs> like the Pema Jawasset Loop and the Presidential Traverse, and even the Hut to Hut Traverse in the White Mountains. Um, some of the fastest folks in the in New England have gone after these for years, and they continue to get faster. Right. Um, the, the Northeast New England is fun like that. Mm -hmm. These guys get after it. Yeah, they throw down. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, the, the reports aren't about blisters or chafing or navigation. It's these are cardiovascular. They're just mm -hmm. putting the hammer down. Yeah, and and reporting you know like broken wrists. <laughs> Those are rough trails. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting trend. I I like that. So when people see this, they're going to see a different list. And our process is going to be slightly different. This podcast, you are hopefully listening to this on Friday, which is, what day is it, the 13th, uh, 14th, 16th. No, Today's the 18th, so Friday's the 20th. 20th, sorry. December 20th. This Buzz podcast. has just retired, so he's just completely <laughs> lost track of time. Exactly. I got out of bed at noon today, uh, had my cup of kombucha, got a massage. Um, so on the 20th, December 20th, this podcast comes out along with, please look for an article on the website. And for the first time, we're going to show the nominations list. So again, 630, actually by now it's more like 650, were submitted this year. And we pared that down to an easily manageable 20 and 20. And then you're going to be able to see them. You're going to have a look at them. And the voters are going to look at the same list. So just to sort this out, it's not going to be public voting. We're I just technically we can't manage it. I think it's a it'd be a fun idea just to make it public. We're totally open to that, but we just technically can't deal with mm -hmm. it. And so we are sending out to thirty people, and those thirty are going to vote, and that will be the FKT winners of the year. And so, do you have a process whereby if somebody out there um, thinks that? we should have included in this short list of nominees uh, something that we didn't, that they can uh, propose it? Good question. Because with 650 coming in, when we parse it down, we're going to, you know, it's, it's subjective. It's not okay. but done by a computer uh, algorithm. We're just looking at it. So we can miss things. So that's a great reason uh, to put this out. So if you're listening to this, and it is the week of December 20th, take a quick look at the list. And if we miss something notable, including something you did, please, you know, bounce it back in and we see if we can get this back to the voters for their consideration promptly. But it would have to be promptly because we don't want to mess yeah. up the voting. We, we can't re-vote. That would be bad. Right. Yeah. So I guess you're going to have uh, the list of the our list of nominees on the show notes and maybe also the list of um, those 600 and some odd uh, things that were done. Some link to that. Ooh, I don't know about that. I'll have to decide. I have two okay. days to figure that out. Technically, <laughs> we're recording this on, on the 18th of December. So I'll have uh, two days to figure out if we can manage the entire list. I don't think so. I think that'd be too hard to manage. Okay, well, I think uh, listeners can search by right. FKTs by year. Right. So, or if there's something that you know about that you were super impressed by, just um, shoot us an email and say, right. why isn't this on the list of nominees? Right, absolutely. That's that's how it should be. The website 
if you figure it out, it has tons and tons of information on it, if you can navigate it. So look at the article on Friday, and that'll give instructions and, and how to do that. Um, and so to walk through the rest of the process is the voters have until the uh, Christmas to submit their votes. And then I tabulate them and put it all together. And it's just an easy numerical, I mean, it's very objective from that point on, mm -hmm. very objective, numerically tabulated, and that's the end of that. There is no behind, <laughs> behind closed doors dealing or maneuvering or subjectivity. The voters, you know, assign numbers, the numbers add up, and that's the end of that. Yeah, it's very, I think it's very fair. And the, um, uh, the voters are folks who are really into this stuff. So that's fun, including some past FKT of the Year winners, I understand. Right. That's, that's the new thing. If you are a past winner, you are a voter. That's good. And we are trying to make it geographically and gender balanced and age balanced. It's not. It till ten, still tends to be Western U.S. centric, which is too bad. But that's that's the, the the people who are interested. And I've had people contact me already. Speedgoat emailed me yesterday. He said, Buzz, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's really into it, of course. Yeah. As Calling, he should talking about Carl Meltzer. Right, right. And I should note, again, this is FKT of the Year for North America. There's also an FKT of the Year for Europe. And that's a separate topic. That's coming after this. And we would like to do one for Asian down under, but it takes time and effort, which I have not wanted to expend, but that could happen next year. Cool, yeah. And there, of course, now it's our winter, but um, for the Australian and New Zealand people, it's their summer, and there's a lot of cool stuff happening there right now. Right. So people also ought to know, just give them, see, we're just updating everyone with the interesting behind-the-scenes info is that submissions are coming in every day, every yep. day. I mean, at least one, sometimes mm -hmm. two a day right now in the middle of December and even for North America. And I like the uh, one that came in one hour ago. And you, I read this and I was a confused. And then I, <laughs> I liked your response. Your Peter's response, I'm giving you this here, I'm kind of spilling the beans on, uh, on air. Your response was, what country is this? <laughs> yeah, it was a, a root submission uh, with very, very little information. So, so help Peter out um, when you submit something. Otherwise, Peter's going to have to respond to you saying, as nice as he can, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, but it was, it was amazing. This stuff, this came in. This person is stoked, really into it. They're really into this root, and you couldn't tell what continent it was in. So... <laughs> Information would be helpful. The information is nice. And I'm, you know, I can usually track stuff down, but then that just takes me a lot of time. And if you're submitting a route, it means you really know it. I don't. So you why don't, don't you... know everything? I, almost, but <laughs> apparently there's one thing at least I didn't know because I didn't know where this place is this person was talking about. Right. Right. But it is fun because things come in and we do know about it. And it's like, wow, wow, that's yeah. amazing. And then, of course, as I've, I've said on this podcast many times, go search out the routes, click on that fun map. If you're traveling, if you're going somewhere, you've, you've got a bucket list of things to do wherever you go. Essentially, FKTs are highly curated by Peter. And unlike Strava, you know, Strava is like between two random mailboxes. It's you know, very confusing. 
while these are curated, these are all worthy, we actually turn some people down. Occasionally, yeah. Um, I think people really do rise to the occasion with FKTs, and we don't get a lot of submissions that are between two mailboxes, but once in a while it just sort of doesn't make sense, or I can't figure out why it makes sense, and so I have to ask the person, why does this make sense as an FKT route? Um, but um, most of them that are submitted are are excellent actually oh yeah so oh they're crazy i mean it's, it's so distracting you're looking at this <laughs> yeah. you go oh my gosh oh i want to go there and do yeah. that <laughs> right <laughs> yeah and we're so again look at the article uh i know on the uh, website because the the curated list the top 20 for each gender will be there and these are some of the more interesting routes i think and um here's something else i thought of peter this is different this is different okay. because this was originally was a little bit modeled after the Ultra Runner of the Year Award. Mm-hmm. And we changed that immediately. We dropped the person. It's yes. not about the person. So for us, it's entirely about the route, the FKT. The performance, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very different. So you can look at this, and it's not about who this person is or what they did. It's about how cool is this route? Did they break ground? Did they do something different? Did they really inspire us mm-hmm. by what they did? But what if we came back as an addendum, an addition, the FKT person of the year, mm-hmm. someone who, not just the route, but someone who moved it? Yeah. Um, that certainly comes up this year because there were a few people who really did move it. I, I think um, Jason Hardrath, for example, who shows up twice in the FKT of the year list i think he did like 25 fkts this year alone i think there's three of him that's probably three of him but um (laughs) or he doesn't have a job or something but um jason has a job jason teaches pe at school uh so he's doing the rainier infinity loop solo on a weekend well his stoke level is certainly very high so um, (laughs) i'm pretty sure you had him on the podcast right and yeah so, um, but yeah, I think uh, 25-ish and counting because he keeps turning new ones in. And in fact, he emailed us today with another uh, two FKTs that you might go after in the next week or so. Right. This is December. So mm-hmm. on his school break over the Christmas holiday, he decides he wants to run across Death Valley from north mm-hmm. to south. Right. So these aren't, you know, um, crummy little trails somewhere. They're, they're big projects, like, as you said, the Rainier Infinity Loop, the Cascade Strifecta. These are one, two, three-day projects. The run across Death Valley, I think, is 160 miles or something all off-trail. So not trivial projects. He does a lot of scrambling projects. Um, so, yeah, somebody is when we start getting folks like that uh, doing multiple things per year, yes, this question of... Um, right. F-A-T-er of the year. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't want it to be one the person. We like it being about the route. But then Josh Sanders comes up in my mind because he's from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone else is from either New England, not everyone, but a strong contingent from New England and strong contingent from the Rockies. And here's a guy who lives in Michigan who just gets on planes again. He's got a wife and three kids. Mm-hmm. And comes out here and just crushes 
and makes it back in time on Monday. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> People are really inspired, so I, I'm happy. What? Uh, oh, here's another thing that we're going to. Oh, I should give the timeline. I, my my apologies here. So I mentioned I got partway through it on December 20th. You're going to see the nominations list. The voters are going to see it. Then the voters have one week to get it back. And then I just add up the numbers. And then it's wrapped up on December 31st. And then, as we've done for the previous four years, I write an article coming up with pithy thoughts or clever things to say and send it to Ultra Running Magazine. And they publish it. Uh, I think that comes out around January 20th. But we will publish it as an article on our website probably a little before that. And we'll do our countdown. So we'll come up here with our, on social, we'll kind of go five, four, three, two, one, which is what Ultra Runner of the Year does as well. And then we'll have probably two, maybe even three podcasts. We'll bring in, you know, Tony and other people like that, say, hey, what do you think? And mm-hmm. what do you, what'd you like here? And we'll discuss uh, some of the funner routes because you know, when you read the stories in these routes, it's like you said, it's really inspiring. So that'll happen basically the first week in January. So is this like the, the Oscars where um, you you uh, uh, invite people on the podcast and they don't know that they've won? <laughs> oh, that's a good... That's, hmm, hmm. That's not a bad idea. I kind of like that. And the winner is, oh, <laughs> me! Um, we'll see. That's an excellent suggestion. I kind of like that. Um, something else that we're going to do for next year, 2020, is the premier list. We're going to introduce the premier FKTs, and there's a there's a reason for doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, it really has to do with with a level of verification, and um, because some of the best routes, we really want to make sure that they're that they're verified to a higher level to a higher standard essentially Um, and that is to not only protect the veracity of the fkt but to protect the athlete in case somebody were to you know question what the person had done we'd really like to so so we're going to have more firm guidelines for certain routes things like the john muir trail for example where the fkts are really tough and if you go out and beat you know let's say darcy's time on the john muir trail you better have you, done it you better have done it and you want to make sure that you get credit for it right so it works both ways it's not trying to be stringent it's trying to protect the athlete as you said that's very important so they don't there's no hassle factor this is very limited i think the media likes to talk about this they want some sort of cheating some controversy <laughs> and there really isn't it's really minimal people just play fair in this mm-hmm. game Yes, very minimal, but um, you know, be, when you've done something like this and your your body is completely wrecked and you're back home, you know, a day later, you don't want to be reading questions about what, what you did. You want it to be solid. So right. we're going to give you guidelines. So you follow these guidelines, and if you don't follow the guidelines, um, that's your own fault, basically. Right. And this will be for like ten routes. Yeah, the premier routes. We'll put that on the website sometime in January. And you know what they are. It'd be like you said, JMT, rim to rim to rim, obviously AT. And the technology is there now, so like what the heck? Yeah. It's pretty easy. 
Very easy, yes. And you know, these these are really guidelines that have been on our website since the very beginning, so everyone should be following them. But um, some people will, you know, for these routes, we really want you to be sure that you do. Peter, looking at this list, and you have looked at this list, you alone of everyone in the entire world has seen all 650 of these <laughs> because this is not an automatic process. People mm-hmm. submit the form, but then you read through it, you straighten it out, you make sure it's, it's good, and then you uh, put it up in the website. What got missed? You know, what, 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 what are people missing? So I'm kind of cluing people hmm. in. For 2020, what should they be taking a crack at, do you think? I, I, I mean, not the JMT, unless you are Iliad Kipchoge. Uh, what, what, are you, what are you seeing here? Well, I doubt Iliad could beat the You don't think he could do JMT. it? JMT. <laughs> okay, never well, mind. Well, maybe, maybe they would run in that reverse V yeah, formation. Yeah, that's right. They could do a V formation on the JMT. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> that would be different. It would be tough, because the trail isn't really wide enough for <laughs> those guys. <laughs> Um, so your question is, what are people missing? And, um, well, well, you know, it's, you know, the nights are really long right now. People are mm-hmm. plotting and planning for yep. 2020. What, what do you, what should they be looking at? Well, um, I don't really have a great idea. What people should be looking at is what turns them on. And that's what always, mm. you know, the FKT thing is always about. So, you know, as you talked to, um, to Jared Campbell about planning and, you know, you're going to put that level of effort into something. It's it should be something that that really catches your imagination. So I'm what what makes me excited when people submit something that I've never heard of or or they did something in a new way. Um, I just love seeing that stuff. So good call. Uh, yeah. It's what moves you. Yeah. It's still, it's the same, mm-hmm. isn't it? The 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 ripest plums to pick are your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what makes FKTs different from races. So that's what people, that's what draws people to it. Find your own meaning. Mm-hmm. And people are doing it. And you're right. You're so right about that. One year that, uh, forget, was it Alicia, I think. She was drafted. She was going, enlisted in the Navy. She was going to go to the Navy. And so she walked the length of California, the California Coastal Trail. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, Forgotten the name of that young lady, but and yes, she it was, was great. That was so moving. Yep, she had a wonderful um, Natalie Larson. Natalie Larson, yeah, she had a wonderful trip report on it. It wasn't super duper fast, but she was the first person I think to to do it, or at least report it as an FKT California Coastal Trail. Right, and then last year we were very impressed by Nate Bender with his Montana 12s, that was like no one had done that. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone had done all of the 12, the 12,000 footers in Montana in one year. No, I don't think so. But And not that many people had ever done them in their entire lifetime. They did it in <laughs> like four days or something. It was, um, yeah, visionary and a beautiful trip report again. And, and you know, it took him hundreds of hours of planning and, right. and research and um, going into the mountains. But that's the good part. Yeah. He had to learn about his home state. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what about the holiday gift guide? Or should we expect mm-hmm. a holiday gift guide one of these years where the real intent is that people click on links and so we make affiliate money on the side and it's all just a total load of bull? Or what do you think? We really should do that if we actually want to, you know, 
uh, live and eat and stuff, but um, I kind of doubt we will because I doubt it. Uh, it bores me to death, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, unless we well, maybe we'll hire somebody who's really into that stuff. Yeah, we could hire someone who can handle it. We can't. We could. We literally couldn't do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on April first. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll come up with an oh, yeah. April 1st holiday, holiday gift card. I, I could pull that one off. So stay tuned, team. In the meantime, if you're liking what you're hearing, if you're liking what you're reading, considering you know signing up for Patreon, considering making a little donation, as Josh said a, a few weeks ago, he loves it. He gets a lot of uh, a lot of satisfaction from FKTs, and he every time he does one, he just contributes a little bit of money basically one-fifth what he would pay to enter a race. And so consider kicking a little bit at your behest. Yeah, it really helps, and we appreciate that. You know, this is labor of love that we're doing, but it does cost money to keep, you know, lights on and, um, and people putting a lot of time into it. So, yeah, we appreciate that. FKT of the year, stay tuned. It's coming up. It's going to be good. 